I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace. All right, you've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, you probably figured it out by now, the sound of this voice. This is Clay Edwards. Good morning to everybody out there. Man, I actually got a good night's sleep last night. They they come in spurts. It isn't, every night ain't a good night's sleep. I even forgot to cut the air down to 62 last night and still slept pretty good. I actually woke up cold. Something must be broke <laughs> on in me. I put off a lot of body heat when I sleep. And it gets hot under my covers. I need one of those air conditioners to go under the covers keep the air pumping through the bed all night those look fabulous i at this point in my life i would trade my 80 inch tv for that because i watch about eight minutes of tv a week i never thought i'd become a person that didn't sit in front of the tv all the time i loved television i don't know if covid broke me on a lot of things sports movies or did they just everything just make bad now but I can't stand 90% of what's out there. That's why I watch so many documentaries. My girlfriend hates it. She's like, can we please watch something good? I'm like, I don't know. There isn't nothing good. That's the problem. At least I guess I'd rather learn something than pretend to enjoy something I'm watching. Before we jump back into that, I want to talk about a movie. A terrible movie. Here in just a second. But let me do the formalities. You want to chime in today? The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944. You guys were on fire yesterday with our questions of the day about squatted trucks and waffle houses. That was a good time. I enjoyed that. If you want to call today, 601-879-0002. Bit of an open forum um, for the most part. So I want to circle back here. Now, real quick, I'm doing the Real Men Wear Pink thing this year. If you didn't hear the announcement last week, you guys are interested in donating any money, uh, businesses or individuals, you want to donate any money to my campaign, I'll send you the link. Just shoot me a text, 769-241-1944, or email me, clay at wyab.com. And if you follow me on social media, um, I'll start back posting that link today so i would love to uh, we got to raise five thousand dollars or more i'm in competition to get some great great local individuals business owners and whatnot and uh how about we show them the little radio station that could can raise more money than them i'm gonna have one of those guys here on the show with me in a couple of weeks i'm gonna keep it a surprise so it's gonna be a good time when he gets here we got a lot of mutual interest and he's a guy that i've respected for a long time so looking forward to that all right on with the show I watched a movie the other night, or we watched a movie the other night, should I say. First time I sat down and watched a movie from end to end 
other than Top Gun, since COVID started, I believe. I can't, I can't think of the last movie that I watched all of. I, you know, when Hollywood went super duper woke, like post Trump, everything was had a liberal narrative, except Top Gun. I didn't go to the movies to see that. I haven't been in a movie theater since before COVID. Guys, I used to love going to the movies. Like whatever my day off work would be, I'd go to a movie. I'd go to the the matinee show and like the noon or whatever. I'd get nachos with extra cheese and as many jalapenos that would fit on that fit on that plate, and the supersize fat ass, uh, super duper Coke. <laughs> the one, the eighty-four ounce, and I'd get a refill. Anyway, haven't done that in a long time. I do miss that. I may go see Sound of Freedom in the matinee and just leave my phone out in the car and do that. But neither here nor there. Watched a movie the other night. I even reactivated my Hulu subscription to watch this nonsense and paid the fourteen ninety nine for the month so I could. Watch it without commercials. Now, it hasn't been all waste because the, the new Justified season is on. And I love Justified. If you had not watched Justified, you need to. The new season's on. Of course, they woke it up a little bit, but I'm trying to overlook that. Anyway, the movie is the one they filmed here in Mississippi with Rip from Yellowstone, whose real name I don't know, and our very own Morgan Freeman. What's that thing called? The Ritual Killer. I wish they had killed me about halfway through it. I was like, man, this is going to be good. We're going to see all these Jackson spots. How bad can it be with Rip? Let me tell you how bad it can be. If you watch Yellowstone, you'll you'll get the statement here. They just need to take the whole movie to the train station. Just take the whole dang thing, every actor in it, the whole nine yards, Writers, producers, directors, everybody. Just take the whole thing to the dang train station. Absolutely terrible. Cole Hauser. Thank you, Roger. I think we'll just call him Rip for the sake of this. Cole Hauser. I love Cole Hauser. However, and there's going to be some spoiler alerts here. So if you, if you, uh, if you hadn't seen it yet, hey, I'm doing you a favor. I'm doing you a favor, but uh, there's going to be some spoilers here. First off, I, you know, I'm a wrestling fan, or used to be anyway. I can suspend my disbelief in reality for a little bit. You know, like, it's all filmed in Jackson, but they're supposed to be Clinton police officers. All right, so you got Clinton police officers investigating a ritual killer, serial killer, in Jackson, Mississippi, all right, whatever. Then there's a scene where they're inside Hallamow's, the Red Room at Hallamow's, a room that I have brought concert after concert to, spent hours upon hours in that room. I know that room like the like it's. I've been in that room to do business and to see concerts more as much as I have some of my own clubs. I know the Red Room at Hallamow's, and. They walk outside, and it's a crappy little building on uh, Capitol Street. Like, right between, right down from the old Capitol. That little row of buildings right there they just redid. 
They they pretend they walked out of that building. So location-wise, they're not even at the right building. Well, okay, I get it. You know, it's all about location scouting. You need you need it, the scenes to work out. I understand that. I can suspend my disbelief. I'm probably one of the only people that caught that. Here's what I can't suspend my disbelief on is how bad this movie was. It didn't make any sense. Half of it's filmed in Italy. Half of it's filmed in Jackson, Mississippi. And at the very end of it, I guess they killed the bad guy. Don't really know. It's, uh, that's something else movies do now. They leave them open-ended. The movies just end. Netflix was terrible about this. They had an end-of-the-world movie not too long ago, and it did just this. It just ended. We're just a, are we supposed to believe? Did the people get away? Did the world end? What happened? I'm convinced as a millennial filmmakers, they don't know how to, they don't want to just end a movie. Everything has to be open-ended. They're not creative enough to come up with an ending. Anyway, Cole Hauser, Rip, our, our good guy, I guess, in this film, he's conflicted. He's a good guy. At the end of the movie, he gets a package. And another guy, the, uh, the, the cop in Italy that kind of plays his counterpart on the other side of the world, they both get a package. It's, it's a set of eyeballs. But there was only one bad guy. So first off, why wouldn't, you, why wouldn't you send them an eyeball each? I, anyway, it doesn't make sense. And that's what I can't stand. There's no explanation for it. But then Rip, our good guy in, this, in the show, who lives in a house, I believe, is in Bellhaven. He eats the eyeballs. He eats the eyeballs. And he's like, I have the power of Grayskull now. And then the movie just ends. Absolutely terrible. They do film a scene in that old uh, Clarion Hotel there on um, 55 North. It used to actually be a nice hotel. It went right across from Kroger on 55. They kill a guy in there. It's, a, it's just a bad movie. Uh, Tim says, worst movie ever. We thought the same thing. It was bad. I, I had to apologize to my girlfriend after we watched it. I was like, I'm sorry. I did not mean to make you watch that. Now, however, there was a, you know, just be, seeing some of the scene, scenery, the the sets and stuff was cool. They actually filmed some stuff out at one of my favorite places in this entire state, Butts Park, uh, where the uh, River Basin model and all that is. They filmed a few scenes out there, so I was able to pull that up on my phone and show her where I'd done some urban exploring videos and stuff out there, this, that, and the other. And, uh, you know, a couple other cool things. I'd say one day we'll ride around and check out all the, you know, the locations. But that's that, that was that scene in the movie. That was that scene in the movie. That'll be fun. I mean, it wasn't a complete waste of time. But the movie's terrible. Let's read some of y'all's text on the guns and gear text line. Thank you, Tim, for chiming in. Sean says the one with Bruce Willis that was filmed in Jackson wasn't bad. See, I heard, I heard otherwise, Sean, but I, I'm going to watch it. I'll tell you what, what did me in on not wanting to watch that one is they put the mayor of Jackson in it. I mean, I don't want to throw my food up watching it. And if y'all can tell today, 
this is going to be a traditional Clay Edwards show. We're just going to talk about whatever. I actually wanted to talk about this yesterday and got a little sidetracked. Debbie says a lot of that movie was filmed in Canton. Yeah, you can t- you can tell. I don't think Canton played itself. Technically, Jackson didn't play itself either. It just it just said Mississippi, USA. Is <laughs> what it said on there. But uh, let's see here. A few more texts. Uh, that was from yesterday. All right, so we're we're caught up. We're caught up on text. Let's uh let's go ahead and take a break. No sense in me rambling for another minute for no reason. We'll go ahead and take a break a few minutes early. Come back and let's get into some of the news. I've got a uh, something funny here too. Uh, Donna Ladd and Ashton Pittman with the Mississippi Free Press slash Jackson Free Press are taking credit for uh, the Jason Aldean controversy. We'll get to that and more on the other side of this break right here on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the most incendiary show on the airwaves every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. right here on WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, don't forget you can stream this worldwide if you get outside our listening area at WYAB.com. Just hit listen and then save that to your home screen. Once you get to the uh, the player, the live streamer, save it to your home screen, title it WYAB or whatever, and boom, you got an app. You have the WYAB app that people keep asking about. No need for an app. I mean, you can just save it to your home screen, WYAB.com. Of course, we're streamed worldwide as well on the TuneIn app. And Alexa, just search WYAB. This segment going to be brought to you by our friends over at A1 Gear and Auto. Man, check out Justin and his team today for all of your automotive repair needs. Whether it's a check engine light, your AC not blowing cold, or you need to do it, they do best over there. What they've been the leader in. For 15 plus years right here in central Mississippi. And that is your ring and pinion work. Uh, your transfer cases. All that stuff. You know, if you're, if you're, you're, you got a roaring coming out of your rear end. It may not be a hub. It may be your gear is going bad. You got some slack in your rear end when you pull off. You know, it kind of feels a little wobbly. You could have a, you, you could need a rear end replacement. Check them out. A1 Gear and Auto. My, they've done two things for me here lately. Did my my daughter's car needed some uh, Freon? They took we took it over there. Boom, been blowing cold since. They put some dye in there to look for leaks and everything. They couldn't find any, so that's always a good thing. Got to wonder where the Freon went though. But neither here nor there. <clears throat> Got it figured out, and the air is blowing cold in her BMW. So kudos to her. It is too hot outside <laughs> to not have your air blowing cold. And uh, like I said, we had to replace the hub. On my girlfriend's car a few weeks ago. So they, it's where I take all of, all of my family's vehicles, and uh, you can too. A1 Gear and Auto located right there in Florence, Mississippi, on Highway 49 South. If you're coming out of Richland, if you're passing Tom's Fried Pies, it's right down there on the right. Big white building, big red sign. If you pass Gunner Road, you went too far. Check them out. A1 Gear and Auto. All right. I stumbled across... It was a little slow at work yesterday. I um, did most everything by phone, <clears throat> expecting a pretty big day today. But I had a little downtime, so I have downtime. I mess around on Twitter. I'm trying to get more Twitter f- or X f- uh, frequent. It's really it's just so much good information there. 
You know, now that the gloves have been somewhat taken off with the censorship, and they're not just banning people with alternating, alternate opinions. So you can get a lot of good news there. You can go find all the crazy. You know what I like to do on this show, more, more so than talk about the current events, which we do that. I like to find things that the left is, is all upset about. And I like to mock, meme, and ridicule that stuff. No, so I like I know there's Hunter Biden stuff going on. I, I've got some video. We're going to play on that. I know there's all these things going on, but the, this show is to expose the left. It started out to expose Jackson, which is the left, and it's kind of morphed into mocking, memeing, mocking, memeing, and ridiculing the left, and just showing the hypocrisy of the left, which seemed like a natural the next natural step after talking about Jackson. And look, we'll still grab that low-hanging fruit that is Jackson, Mississippi, whenever it's, it's, it's justified. But, you know, just every day talking about Jackson, I just can't do it. Anyway, let's go statewide here. Donna Ladd, the, queen, the most virtue-signaling individual, white middle-aged white woman in Mississippi, the, a woman who thinks that she – Locked arm in arm with the Freedom Riders and fought against the evil Ku Klux Klan, Miss Donna Ladd herself. Posting from her Mississippi Free Press uh, Twitter account. And it's a picture of Jason Aldean in front of that evil courthouse where there was lynchings. It says, Jason Aldean wishes that Ashton Pittman wasn't so dedicated to truth telling in places that. Let's be honest, most white journalists don't go, Donna Ladd writes. But all you white journalists talk about racism. What do you mean where, where most white journalists don't go? It's exactly where all y'all go. Where can I find some, a story about some racisms? I need to make white conservatives look bad, even though it was the Democrats who did all the, the lynchings and the racisms. Somehow we got to play this alternate history and pretend that it was Republicans that did it. I'm going to click on this story. I'm going to read just a a, a tidbit of it because it's it's a little lengthy. It is a good read, but it's an alternate universe. But they're taking credit for the Jason Aldean controversy, saying that Ashton Pittman was watching the video. Oh, hell, I'll just read it and let them tell you in their own words. You can find this on my Twitter account, at SaveJXN. I retweeted it yesterday. I, I guess I'll post it in the Clay Edwards Show Facebook group. Uh, uh, it, it, during the commercial break, it'll be in the Clay Edwards Show Facebook group. Go join the group. You'll see the link. I don't want to put this in my main feed because I don't want to give them any extra clicks. All right, so Jason Aldean probably wishes... Ashton Pittman wasn't so dedicated to truth-telling in places that, let's be honest, most white journalists don't dare go. He goes a lot of places a lot of folks don't dare go, but that's another conversation for another day. A bit over a, bit over a week ago, Ashton noticed the controversy over Aldine's shocking Try That in a Small Town lyrics, which goes much further than glorifying culture or using guns for self-defense. The country star's lyrics applauds good old boys chasing people who were accused of carjacking, 
robbing a liquor store, burning a flag, or cussing out a cop down the road, warning it won't take long for you to find out. Where was the lie? Where was the lie? You come over, try that in small town. All that will happen. All that will happen. I want to say this before I read any more. Nothing tells me racist white liberal and what they really think of black people than insinuating that people from small towns ain't going to take none of that nonsense and that has to be talking about black people's nonsense. I know plenty of white uh, idiots, criminals, thugs that better not try that in a small town either. But I love how anytime conservatives are talking about people breaking the law, that white liberals automatically just assume we're talking about black people. That's the first place their minds go, is black people. I hope, if there's any black Democrats listening this morning, that you can see through my incendiariness and you see what I'm pointing out and you know it's true. All right, let's continue. It says, most of the people reading this know this song serves as purposely or not an ode to how lynching was a long used to, was long used to terrorize black people, using often trumped up excuses to execute them before they had a chance to go to trial. Vigilante violence is as un-American as you can get, even if a person is guilty, but it's not yet proved in a fair in a fair trial, which there weren't many for black people back in the day. So I, these things are always in non-bold print. And I'm trying to read it without getting too close to it. it. says, when Ashton watched the video of Al Dean performing those lyrics in front of the courthouse in Columbia, <clears throat> Tennessee, Ashton knew to ask the next question, which we always try to do. Why that courthouse? And was it one of the so many across the U.S., where one or more black people were lynched to cheering white crowds. Of course it was. The courthouse was the site of the 1927 lynching of an 18-year-old, Henry Choate, a black man accused but not convicted of attacking a 16-year-old white girl who said herself that she could not identify him as her attacker. The courthouse is also, as I'm telling you, when white liberals get on the loose, they do bad things. The courthouse is also about 30 miles from the Ku Klux Klan from where the Ku Klux Klan initially formed in Pulaski, Tennessee, to terrorize newly emancipated black people out of claiming their new rights during Reconstruction. And here's where they start taking credit for this nonsense. Ashton's tweet about it went viral, helping cause a national outpouring of outrage over the lyrics that the Christian Post credited him with igniting. CMT even dropped Aldine's video from the lineup. Says, uh, people often ask how Mississippi Free Press is different from other media in Mississippi and the Deep South. The top answer is easy. We religiously report context and facts others won't touch for various reasons, from pandering to advertisers to making wealthy white publishers and editors uncomfortable to not wanting to challenge the system that have long benefited them. Who? They're all, most all of our, even some of our right leaning publications are very liberal very liberal anyway if they're going to take credit 
if they're going to take credit for this, then Jason Aldean needs to send them a Christmas card, a thank you, and everything. I was looking at some of the numbers last night, and I should have saved them. Maybe I did. Let me look at my phone here. Uh, I was looking at some of the numbers of that song's growth. And look, we can have a whole conversation about, you know, Jason Aldean going back and editing the, the, the offensive stuff out of the video. You know, the real news footage out. But anyway, they did Jason a much bigger favor than they did a hindrance. If they want to take credit for it. I need, I, I'm hoping I say something egregious enough for them to bring attention to what I do around here. I need a little bit of this anti-cancel culture lottery. I need to hit no, not anti-cancel culture. I need to hit the cancel culture lottery and get Ashton Pittman and Donna Ladd to talk bad about me, to expose me. <laughs> That's all that seems to be happening. Every time the left decides to attack somebody, it backfires. I mean, I know if y'all are on social media and you listen, if you listen to this show, you know what I'm about to say here. When the right decides to get our crap together and boycott, we cost a beer company $30 billion. When the left does it now, when they try to cancel us, it, it catapults songs to number one. It catapults movies to number one over Indiana Jones, talking about Sound of Freedom. So... Good stuff there. Let's take a break. Come back. And I guess we can get into some of this um, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Burisma stuff if y'all want to. Phone number 601-879-0002. Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. I tell you what, let me go on and read a couple texts before we take our break here. Tim says, story I heard is Fox affiliate may have been from you did not give him permission to use it i did hear that too i heard possibly some of that footage uh was owned by fox and they asked him to take it down copyright stuff convenient story i don't think that's what happened though um we'll see and look also jason don't own the song he's just a performer record companies all that other stuff those people are in charge if they edit it out to him to kick rocks it is what it is John says, Klan was formed to get rid of the carpetbaggers and taking the blacks, 20 acres and a mule. Yeah, I think that's basically what they were saying. Unknown texture. A lot of footage in the video is white Antifa protesters. Yeah, that was going to be my next thing there. Most all that stuff in the video was white Antifa protesters. But I still love how these liberal media outlets, and we'll use the Mississippi Free Press here as an example, automatically take it back to it has to be about black folks. Well, but that courthouse, there was a lynching at that courthouse. There was a lynching at a lot of courthouses. The courthouse is a backdrop for a video talking about small towns. You know, one day I would love to get somebody in here that wants to argue this with me. And then I want them to explain rap music to me and why there's no outrage there. Why is there no outrage there? They literally brag about how deadly their sets are, how deadly their hood is, how dangerous their hoods are. And there's a whole section of people in Jackson, Mississippi, who are proud of what they've done to it. They are proud of what they've done to it. 
If if their neighborhood had more killings last year, that's because you effed around and you found out in their neighborhood, and they're proud of that. We ain't proud of that kind of stuff where I come from. Well, I come from Jackson, Mississippi. The time and the time and place that I came from, you don't brag about that kind of stuff. You don't brag about it where I live at now. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by my friend and yours, Patina Hair Studio, right there in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Hey, are you looking for a new hairstyle? Are you looking for a style that you can actually recreate at home once it's been cut? It's one thing to leave the, the hair studio looking nice. It's another thing to be able to replicate that in front of your mirror. Guys, girls, we've all dealt with that. Can't never quite get it to spike up just right, you know, or poof out or blow out or whatever it is y'all do. Well, that's something they take pride in at Patina. They want you to be able to recreate your style at home. And uh, men, here's something that they also take pride in. The, the technique they use to cut hair, you only got to get your hair cut once a month. So you only got to get your hair cut once a month the way it's going to grow, but the way it, they cut it. So, look, I don't, I'm not a barber or a stylist. I don't understand this stuff. But I understand that's one less haircut I got to get a month if you get your haircut every other week. And uh, that means saving you money. So, walk-ins are welcome. Uh, ladies, if you're getting colors and all that stuff, you know, I, I, I would recommend an appointment. Frankly, men, I'd recommend an appointment too, but walk-ins are welcome. You can schedule an appointment online at patinahairstudio.com. Hey, look, cuts, colors, extensions, they do it all. They also do manicures, pedicures, and they got those shampoo stations that are also massage chairs. It, it, look, it's an experience at Patina Hair Studio. Yeah, so I recommend you experience it. Uh, guys, I saw where they were doing a a manicure, and they did the fingernails like pink and silver or something like Barbie themed. You may laugh. Your girls will love it. Send them over there. Let them get a Barbie manicure. Maybe your daughter, young daughters get her nails did for the first time. Go over there and see them at Patina. All right. com. So, look, I have not had a chance to vet all of these videos. So we're going to kind of, <clears throat> we're going to wing it a little bit here. Apparently Marjorie... Taylor Green, I man, she's gone. She's been weird lately. She's been doing some weird stuff lately, but apparently she's put a video together of of catching Joe Biden in some lies. I mean, I'm sure it's you know radio friendly, but I'm not sure if it's radio entertaining. So bear with me one second here. Let's play this. We got it turned up here. It would help if I cut that channel on, wouldn't it? Some days I think I need a producer. <laughs> Here we go. No one's established that he did anything wrong or that I've done anything wrong. Period. He did not do a single thing wrong, as everybody's investigated. But look, uh, there is zero, 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 zero evidence of any assertion being made. You know there's not one single bit of evidence... Not one little tiny bit 
to suggest anything done was wrong. There's not a scintilla of evidence that I did anything wrong. No one has produced one scintilla of evidence that I did anything other than do my job for America. I don't discuss business with my son. Have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas dealings. And I've never discussed what my son's business with him because I didn't want any conflict. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business yes, dealings? Yes, I stand him? by that statement. First of all, I, I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. I've never discussed my business or their business, my son's or daughter's, and I've never discussed them. article released this thing on online is going to print one time is good. I need you clear. All right, so that would have been a little better if you could have seen that. I'm going to retweet that now. And my Twitter is at SaveJXN. And you can kind of see the imagery. The imagery does help. And uh, let's play. I do have this other video. I did listen to this one here. This is... This is rep, Democrat rep Dan Goldman saying Hunter Biden did in fact frequently put his dad on speakerphone for his business partners. But they were only, of course, guys, they were only talking about the weather. So you conspiracy theorists, you know, just hush, shut your mouths. So, so to confirm, you're saying that the speakerphone conversations, they don't seem concerning to you because there is no specifics about business. And it just seemed like it was clear about- that it was clear that it was as part of the daily conversations that Hunter Biden had with his father, um, and it was, and, and sounds like most of the time, uh, now President Biden didn't even know who the people he was at dinner. He was just asked to say hello, uh, and he would, you know, talk about the, the way he described it several times. They asked over and over and over. He described what the weather was, how, uh, how what's going on on your end. He, the, the witness was very very consistent that none of those conversations ever had to do with any business dealings or transactions. They were purely what he called casual conversations. So to confirm, you're saying that the speakerphone conversation. So Devin Archer rolled Joe under the bus. I fully expect Devin Archer to end up dead now. He's going to, he's going to get Epstein. So look, man, I, I don't cover all this a whole lot because I think most people who listen to this show understand that Joe and Hunter are crooked and they both financially benefited from all this Burisma stuff. And the only reason we're over there fighting the Ukraine war is because they have detrimental information on Joe Biden that could lead to bad things for Joe. So we're fighting an entire proxy war. And sending them all our money because they have evidence that Joe Biden was on the take as vice president and probably still as president. I think we all understand that. So none of this is really news to me. I still I'm still rooting for Putin. I haven't stood for Ukraine. I haven't changed my flag on or haven't added a Ukraine flag to none of my stuff. I, I just don't care. There's more problems in Jackson, Mississippi. Than there are in Ukraine. Ukraine is in better condition than Jackson, Mississippi. 
I'm sorry if I don't give a damn about Ukraine. I don't care. The leader is a little uh, homosexual, pretending to not be. And I don't care if he's gay, but don't pretend to not be. I got some trust issues there. Zelensky, the highest paid actor in Hollywood. I ain't down with it. I ain't down with none of this. The same people who called me a racist, bigot, Nazi, homophobe, transphobe, uh, maggot for the last four or five years. The same people who tried to force me to get a vaccine. Same man, people who forced so many of y'all to pick between your career or a vaccine that, by the way, didn't work. Those people are now the same ones telling me, but you got to do, but this time, you got to stand with us. This time, we got to wrap arm in arm. We got to stand against Rudy Poo. Rootin' Putin. We got to stand for Ukraine, Clay. Come on, stand up. No. Screw you. I ain't standing. I ain't standing. I will push you in front of a moving vehicle. I have no interest in doing anything with y'all. I don't want to reconcile. I don't want to be friends. I don't want to lock arm in arm. I am the problem. I am the problem. I don't, you know, we did a show with Sean last week about what's it going to take for America to come back together. I don't want America to come back together. Let's take a break. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. Hey, how about a couple of guns and gear text here as we wrap up the hour? And look, I think most people just agree. I mean, Roger says everyone knows they're corrupt except Sean Yurkaran. <laughs> uh, Chris texts in and says, that's a strange thing to say that you don't want America to come back together. So in other words, you want what happened back in the Civil War? The country divided by political partisanship, like the Union and the Confederacy, so you and others are going to get what y'all want. Hey, I didn't ask for this. We didn't ask for this. We were just fine. We were supporting our duly elected president, Donald J. Trump, when all y'all decided, oh, you're a bunch of racist Nazis. You're a bunch of Nazis. You're going to take this jab. You're going to take this jab. Y'all did this. Don't be mad that we're holding a grudge. Don't be mad that we don't want to be your friends. Don't be mad that we would all be just fine with a civil war. No. We, we tried. We extended all the olive branches. We're going to extend. I burned the olive bush up. It's the burning bush now. There are no olive branches. They ain't no coming back together. Ain't going to be no kumbaya. Ain't going to be no president that we elect that pulls us all together. No. And y'all continue to go after my president, Donald J. Trump. It's Kim Waits as the real president. We ain't your friends. We'll be right back after the top of the hour news. This is the Clay Edwards Show. be a woman because he feels like one if a white person can be a black person because she feels like one if a healthy person can mutilate herself because she feels disabled if a grown man can be a baby because he feels infantile where does this end can a child be an adult because she feels like a grown-up can a teenager buy alcohol because he identifies as over 21 years of age 
Can a grown man attend kindergarten because he identifies as a six-year-old girl? Can a child spend the day at doggy daycare instead of school because the child feels like a canine? If not, why not? If a kid can be transgender because he feels like a girl, who are we to tell a child he must attend school or obey his parents or refuse him a beer when he orders one? You can't have it both ways. If a man can be a woman. Hi, so <laughs> stumbled across that in the break there. I thought it would be funny to come back on. Real quick, more reasons why we ain't coming back together after this uh, message from a quick sponsor. The Big Salad. Looking for lunch today? May I implore you try the Big Salad out in Flowood? Hey, you can also get them delivered if you can't make it to Flowood on, on take-a-break deliveries. Hey, look, man, I'm telling you, I am just over the moon excited about being able to turn all of these different salads into wraps because it's way easier to eat and drive like that. I ain't telling you to eat and drive. Don't be a distracted driver, but I'm just saying, if you if you do, this is a much easier way to do it than trying to eat a salad with a fork driving down the road. <laughs> Look, man, some of their salads that you can get turned into a wrap or just eat them as they come as a salad. The bravocado, the chicken Caesar, the club, the cob, Mediterranean, miso sesame, seaside, southwest chicken, strawberry apple, and more. They also got different sandwiches as well that aren't wraps. Cali club, caprese, Cranberry turkey, Italian antipasto, Hell Caesar, which is a wrap, and uh, the spicy turkey club. Also, the sunrise and the turkey bacon apple. They got soups and smoothies as well. You can look at their menu online, thebigsalad.com, or right there on Take a Break Deliveries. Click the Big Salad and get them delivered to you today. If you're dining in, they're right there in Flowood at Dogwood. As soon as you turn in Dogwood there on the main drag off 25, they're there on the right next to the cookie store and across from Amerigo. Check them out today for lunch, the big salad. All right, so d- during the break, I was in here thinking I was reading some of y'all's texts. And I, I stumbled across that video. And it's all the more reasons why, America, we ain't coming back together. I'm further. The left went so far to the left. With this trans nonsense, with this LGBTQ stuff, way past gay and gay marriage stuff. You know, with this critical race theory, with calling us all racist. Now wants, come on, guys, guys, come on, man. Let's just meet back in the middle. As, you know, they want to meet back in the middle as long as we agree to all the nonsense they've set forward, they put forth. They don't want to meet back in the middle if it involves standing for the national anthem, uh, no pornographic books or gay stuff in schools, no trans surgeries for, for minors, none of that. They don't want to meet back in the middle for that. You know, when Trump becomes the president again, they're not going to want to meet back in the middle. And I ain't going to be proactive and try to meet them there. Y'all are our enemies. You're a bunch of communists. I look at what they're doing to Jackson, Mississippi. We get to see it on a local level here of how how leftist politics destroys things. Look no further than Jackson. That's what they want for America. That's what they want for our little slice of God's country, Rankin County and Madison County. 
They want to turn that into Jackson. Misery loves company. All in the name of diversity, equity, inclusion. Equity. That's the key word there, isn't it? They want equity. They want ownership. And something they didn't earn. Yeah, sorry. Gonna have to miss this meeting in the middle stuff. I ain't your friend. I am not your friend. Let's see here. Man, did y'all see where... And I'm telling you what, if I, I may go park in the parking lot and just see which one of you neocons, rhinos, actually go to this. And I'm going to take pictures, and I'm going to put y'all on blast on Facebook. Did y'all see where the Bush twins are coming to Brandon? And they're charging 40 to $80 per ticket to hear them most likely bitch about Trump and tell us how great their neocon fathers and grandfathers are. Were. His, George Sr.'s pronouns were. <laughs> Pass. That's going to be a hard no for me. I don't care to see the Bush twins do anything. And I know there's going to be a bunch. Of, I didn't want them to speak at Mistletoe, at, at Marxist Marketplace a couple years ago. See, I don't forget stuff. See, I don't. I ain't forgot the mistletoe marketplace. Told everybody they had to be vaccinated to come inside. I don't forget that stuff. I don't forget that Arden Barnett told everybody they had to be vaccinated to come inside Dueling Hall after they had already bought tickets for a concert. Oh, we changed the rules. You got to be vaccinated now. I don't forget none of that stuff. Now that I was a big mistletoe marketplace shopper to begin with, but I never will be now. And I, I, I did want to go to their party. They did throw a nice, uh, nice little shindig with the Molly Ringwalds, but I've, I can see the Molly Ringwalds somewhere else. You know, I don't forget stuff. I don't forget who turned their back on Mississippians during the pandemic. Tate Reeves. No, we're in a funky situation there, but we do have a chance to right a few wrongs with Chris McDaniel and the whole, you know, getting Delbert out of there. We do. Now, I mean, I know I had Lindsay on here yesterday talking about what the the McDaniel camp calling her, asking her to take a Facebook post down. And I don't agree with that. We'll call out people on either side when I think they do something that I don't agree with. You know, when you. Holler about free speech and this, that, and the other. Don't tell one of your biggest supporters to take a post down. Being supportive. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Let's see here. So it's official. Just gotta bounce around a little bit here. You know, I kinda we kinda broke the story uh the other day. And I met this guy at the Neshoba County Fair. Speaking of leftist politics in Jackson, and being able to look at right at Jackson and see all the reasons not to, not to want to come meet back in the middle with these folks. Uh, Ted Hennepin, the water czar. The entire, he has now been given control of the entire Jackson sewer system. That is a good, if, you, if you're a business owner, if you're a resident, 
If you're anybody that requires Jackson water for anything, this is good. Which, look, and people can say whatever. A strong, you know, even in the suburbs, we need Jackson to be successful. But we need him to try. Anyway, this story's on WLBT. The Jackson sewer system is now under the control of Ted Hennepin. On Monday, U.S. District Court Judge Henry Wingate signed an order taking control of the city's sewer system and placing it under Hennepin, the interim third-party manager. The order took effect immediately, with the judge initially doing away with the 30-day comment period included in the proposed order filed last week. However, Wingate later agreed to leave the 30-day comment period in place. See here. His decision means Hennepin is now in charge of the sewer per the stipulated order, but Wingate is willing to make changes to that order based on comments received by the EPA and U.S. Department of Justice prior to August 31st. A copy of the 56-page order was filed last week. Provisions allowed for a 30-day public comment period similar to the one that was in, that was in place in the city's sewer consent decree prior to it being signed in 2013. Basically what they're saying, these comments let all the um, the Lumumbas and their paid agitators come in and cry and complain and scream about racisms. You know, I'm so glad Judge Wingate, who's black, by the way? Who is black, by the way? So glad he called out Lumumba and his crew last week and said that they were the racists. <laughs> that the, the kept saying that somehow because Ted Hennepin wasn't black, that he wasn't qualified to, to be the czar of Jackson Water, that Jackson needed somebody black to be in charge of the water because, you know, Jackson's 80% black and only somebody black can understand that black people need clean water. I don't know if I really got to add anything else to that, do I? Do I need to add anything else to that? It's just the ridiculousness of the Lumumbas to say anything like that. They make everything about race and then call us all racist. I'm going to tell you, this, this divide, I don't know divide is the proper word here, this narrative that black people can say whatever they want and be as racist as they want and it not be called racism or racist is mind-boggling to me. I mean, I, I just think that if anybody white ever said a third of the stuff they did, they'd be run out of town with tiki torches and pitchforks. We can't put a black water director over Rankin County. Rankin County is 80% black, white. Only a white man knows what another white man needs. As bad as that sounds is how bad it would sound. Why is it different when you replace the word white with black? Under no circumstances should that be acceptable. I mean, if it's about diversity, equity, Inclusion, it was time to diversify Jackson's water, public works, and all that. You know, speaking of that, speaking of public works, did y'all see the other day 
that Jackson's public works director just stepped down two, three weeks, six weeks, whatever it was, after being hired. He is the sixth public works director since 2020. Kim Wade talks about this a lot. Says, says, you know, you get these folks, man, they get these degrees, they get this job title, and oh, by the way, I have no clue what I'm doing. You know, they, but they, they, they truly believe that college degree trumps any on-job experience. But, but, but I, got a, I got an underwater basket weaving degree. Clearly, I can run Jackson's water. It's water. It's got water in the title, Clay. It says it right there, underwater basket weaving. What makes you think I can't run Jackson's water? I'm, I'm the public works director now. I guess you know the people are they're hiring these folks with these degrees, with these uh, these social justice degrees, these DEI degrees, these underwater basket weaving degrees, and like this seems like a good job for you. And they get over there and they realize, oh crap. They've really screwed this thing up, and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to resign. I firmly 100,000% believe that's exactly what has happened the last three, four, five, six public works directors. Most likely somebody with zero public works experience got given a job title because of a degree they have without having a clue how to do it. I mean... That's why the water quit working in Jackson. It was a crisis of incompetence. I do agree with Tate Reeves on that. It was an absolute crisis of incompetence. Let's take a break. Hey, phone lines are wide open. 601-879-0002. Guns and Gear text line. 769-241-1944. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get out there and see the guys at Lakeland Glass and Tent for all your automotive home car. Let me start over. All your home car and business window tinting needs, as well as vehicle wraps. Man, they wrapped a van for my friends over at Mattress Firm. The other day, with their purple mattress promotion on it, it it looks so good in the photos that it almost looked fake. It, it, it looks that real that it almost looks fake, if that makes any sense. It doesn't look like it could actually look that good once it got applied. It looks like the digital mock-up. So, I mean, I'm telling you, I, was shy. I had to take a double take at it. But uh, they, they get you, turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard at Lakeland Glass and Tent. And, of course, windshield replacement, they got you covered there, too. Automotive glass replacement, they got you covered. Check them out online, lakelandglassandtent.com, located right there on Flowood Drive and Lakeland Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. All right, man, let's hit a few texts up here. Unknown Texture says, what does a degree in black studies mean? Obviously not much. I said 101 ways to scream racism. Uh, Chris chimes in and says it must be a must for almost all radio hosts to keep whining and crying about President Trump. Shaking my head, LOL. 
seems like Mike is the only host that called it like he sees it and not just praising former President Trump. Y'all are no better than the people who y'all talk about every day because it's your way or the highway. So, bust, so to bust y'all's bubble, but that's not, sorry to bust y'all's bubble, but that's not how politics and po- politicians operate. It's give and take system unless you're in China. Well, we are in China now. And it is my way or the highway. It is Clay's way or the highway. Uh, it's it's funny hearing a Democrat say there's a give and take system. When was the last time they gave an inch on anything? You know, Kim Wade says this a lot. You know, when Democrats are in charge, they make generational changes. They put forth generational legislation. I mean, they they go for the gusto whenever Democrats are in charge. That's what we want to see on the Republican side. That's why I'm 99.9% wildly unsatisfied with what goes on down there at our state capitol and in Washington, D.C. Now, we just kind of chug along to get along a little bit. You got Delbert, the Democrat, giving chairmanship positions to Democrats. You know, where is the generational changes, the generational legislation when Republicans have the super majority? We don't do that. You know, whenever it ain't if, but when Democrats get full control of Mississippi, and it's high, it's coming. Every other state grew. Every other red state in the South grew during COVID. Mississippi found a way, found a way to, at minimum, not grow. You know, we're we're going to, I think it's about, the numbers pan out, it's about 15 years. From what I understand, from the, the, the smart people tell me, about 15 years, Mississippi will be a blue state. And we got 15 years to start having some more Republican babies or figure out some generational legislation that'll take them 100 years to undo. Let's read some more text on the Guns and Gear text line. My phone goes into closed screen mode there. Reagan says, no, I mean in regards if you didn't spend Oh, uh, Reagan can ask where the Chris McDaniels commercial's at. Says he can easily counter the Hoseman commercials. I said, oh, Chris's campaign chose not to spend money with us. You know, I don't guess he has to. We're all sitting up here and and uh, all the hosts that up here and promote him for free. <laughs> From a business standpoint, why would you spend money? Anyway, he said, no, I mean in general, don't see them anywhere. McDaniels has such a good opportunity to dethrone Hoseman. B has got to get out there. Democrats take control when they are in charge. Republicans take cover when we are in charge. We bend and bow to be light. Then we lose power and decide to fight again. That's a very, very accurate statement there. And, I mean, to to your point about Chris McDaniel's ads, I mean, it does come down to how much money they got to spend, and they got to spend it where they think it's best spent. And um, I would think that that would be – Rankin and Madison County, 
You know, I, I think the coast is going to go with McDaniel. I think North Mississippi is going to go with McDaniel. So it's going to come down to all of our country club conservatives out there in Madison and Rankin County. I know there's a big event tonight that they'll both be at. I've never been to it. I may go. It's called Antioch. I'm not familiar with it. Apparently it used to be a really big uh, political thing. Now they don't do it as often. I'm guessing it's at the, some type of Antioch church. I, I don't know. There's, they were telling it to me the other day. I, as the day goes, that's how I feel. I may go to it tonight. But apparently you're going to have McDaniel and Delbert there tonight. And you know, McDaniel's been calling Delbert out everywhere. So it should be a interesting event. I don't anticipate Delbert getting up there and doing much. But it, it's always fun to see somebody get punked out in person. And it is, think about that. Is that who you want as your lieutenant, lieutenant governor? Somebody who gets punked out in person and won't fight back? I mean, how about the fact, I'm talking to my white-collar conservative friends, my country club conservative friends, the people who just vote down, ticket, go along to get along. Well, man, I don't know. I mean, he's a Republican. He's already lieutenant governor. Why would I vote for somebody else? I'm talking to y'all right now. Ask yourself this question. Why don't you see any Democrats complaining about Delbert? I mean, I could say that in a million different ways, but I think that sums it up best. You don't see any Democrats complaining about Delbert. Because he is a Democrat. That's why you don't see any of them complaining about Delbert. You know, uh, a buddy of mine's running for uh, office out in Rankin County the other day, and he asked me to remind y'all, August 8th, get out and vote. Just period. It ain't a plug for him or nothing. That's why I'm not saying his name. August 8th, get out and vote. Don't forget, it's the primaries. Get out and vote. You know the Democrats are going to get out and vote. Republicans, get out and vote. You know, they'll have, the Democrats have all their, their charter buses picking up picking up black folks in the neighborhoods and taking them to the polls and wobbling to the polls. They're going to do their part. Black Votes Matter will be here. All that. They're going to be doing their part. Are you? Are you? Now, I know it's just the primaries. You know, Demo- Democrats love to get out and vote for the fake Republicans. Trent Lott. Delbert Hoseman. You know, they seem to keep doing this to Chris McDaniel. What is it they're scared of with Chris McDaniel? You know, we talk about Democrats tell us all the time that nothing motivates a Democrat voter more than Donald Trump running. Apparently nothing motivates them more like Chris McDaniel running locally. Which makes me want to vote for him even more. Because he's the type of guy I believe will make generational changes. Let's read a couple of texts and we'll take a break real quick. Sean Text in and says, I'm I'm rallying against Delbert on Facebook right now. Just as you said that. He's railing against Delbert. Oh, well, hey. 
We have finally got a Democrat railing against Delbert. I'll have to go find Sean's post. Let's see here. Hey, every now and then, my foot fits right in my mouth very well. I promise. You get up here and you talk for two hours a day. Sometimes you out-talk your show prep. And you're like, "Uh uh-oh. I mean, that's what's going on right now. I've out-talked my show prep about an hour into a two-hour show. (laughs) Roger says, have you seen the video of Mitch McConnell freeze up? Oh, yeah. Glitch McConnell. Glitch McConnell. Oh, you can't talk about him having a seizure. You can't talk about him having a seizure. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I have no sympathy for these people. A zero. If you decide to sit your butt up there at 81 years old still in the public eye, every now and then 81-year-old things are going to happen to you. I ain't got no sympathy for you. What's it saying? No sympathy for the devil? This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends at Stonington Farm Beef. Man, experience the grass-fed difference. It's 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, locally sourced, mRNA-free, antibody-free, steroid-free beef right here in Mississippi. They come up here once a month to bring the food, to bring the steak. You can put your order in. And take advantage of it when they get here. Or you can go down there to Perkinson, Mississippi and just pick yours up. Whatever works best for you. They make three stops up here locally once a month. You can't beat it. Check out steiningtonfarm.com. You can check out all their pricings and cuts and all that stuff. You can get everything from one pound of ground beef to one steak to a whole cow. Sliced the way you want it. Check them out. Steinington Farm with two ends.com. I got a text in the break here that's worth reading. Brings up a couple good points. I don't mind. I don't mind attacking them. Says I guess he has said that you and Kim Wade are selective in your recollection of events, and I just sent the question mark back. And he says, uh, "You say you don't forget things, but the recollection is selective." It's like 2020 doesn't exist in your brains on a national level. Just BLM riots, George Floyd nonsense, Tate Reeves COVID reaction. Yet you both most and most of your listeners conveniently forget all of the Trump, all of that's Trump's fault. <laughs> Creating the vaccine with Operation Warp Speed told everyone to lock down. And when it hurt Wall Street, he tried opening things back up. Still is big on vaccine. Wants to give more money to Ukraine now. Has done nothing to help the January 6th protesters. Hurt farmers with tariffs. And then have them billions of dollars wanted to give American money. I guess talking about stimulus checks. Hey look, one of the things I've openly disagreed with Trump on. And this goes back to you're not going to agree with everything. You're just not. If There's nobody that you should agree with 100%, in my opinion. And I think that's the problem with leftism right now. And, you know, I'm sure there's people on the right, too. But I'm sure that's the problem, that's the problem with leftism, is they insist on you agreeing 100% of the time on 100% of the topics. 
It's like this LGBTQ stuff. They want you, you have to 100% agree with any narrative they put out there. You know, if you question George Floyd, if you question COVID, if you question anything, you've been red pilled and you're a right wing、uh, Nazi. So I, I say that to say I, I do agree, disagree with a lot of what Trump、uh, did. I disagree with a lot of the people he picked for his cabinets. I disagree with Operation Warp Speed. But I do say this as much as I disagree with the, as much as I disagree with the vaccine stuff, they were going to, of course, try to do a vaccine. I think we can all agree on that. I mean, early on into this thing, if it was as bad as they said it was, when it was still unknown, you know, I don't think anybody argued about a safe and effective vaccine being the way out of it. I think most people agreed before we realized just how dirty our government was. It is easy to have selective memory on this stuff. You know, when you, especially when you have hindsight to see through. When you have the ability of hindsight and you can see that they shoved a vaccine down everybody's throats and boosters down everybody's throats that didn't work, it's easy to say the vaccine was evil. I mean, I had my suspicions from the get go as why I never got it. But it becomes a lot easier to sit in this chair or any other chair on July, on August 1st, 2023, and say, I'm anti vax. I was, I was against a vax from day one, but I did agree early on into that thing, that first 30, 60 days, you know, a vaccine, you know, of course they were going to have to do a vaccine. I'm not going to fault Trump for Operation Warp Speed. I fault Trump for continuing to take credit for it. <laughs> like, I would, <laughs> I would、uh, selectively forget that if I was Trump. But I'm not going to fault him for Operation Warp Speed, even though I disagree with it. I, early on, people thought that's what, that was how we were going to have to get out of this thing. You know, we're locked up, we're locked down. And Trump didn't lock anybody down, by the way. The governors did that. There was no federal lockdown. That was all governors and mayors did that. So Trump didn't lock anybody down. And I do disagree with the giving everybody a check. But they were going to do that anyway, whether Trump agreed to it or not. So, I mean, I do think it was funny that Trump stopped the checks to make sure it had his signature. <laughs> Hone them.、Uh, pet, can't, petty. Petty. But I love him. I do. Oh, man. Lane says、um, he was listening to the experts. His only fault now is he will not admit he was wrong.、Uh, that's it, man. And look, I'm all about. I am all about. I never want to be the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> God, God save us all if I'm ever the smartest guy in the room. I do not claim to be the smartest guy in the room. I may be the loudest. I may be the most opinionated. If I'm ever the smartest guy in the room, Houston, we got a problem. <laughs> you know, but, but being a good leadership is understanding being a good leader. Is understanding you're not the smartest guy in the room. And it's looking to people to help you out. I mean, it's, 
It's why you do those things. It's why you have a cabinet. It's why great leaders, great business owners hire good upper management. You, you kick all that down a notch. Let them do it. Let them make decisions. Trust your managers. Anyway, Trump made some bad decisions with those. And for a guy that's made so many good ones, I think we trusted that he was making some good decisions. And he got he got played on by some people. It just at the end of the day. At the end of the day, I mean that was one of the faults of, you know, we always scream we want a businessman, not a politician. We want a businessman, not a politician. Well, what kind of ended up happening is he did not have that experience as a politician. You know, he believed some of these people. He didn't know just how shady people were. So, Wild Bill says, I'm not a never Trumpster, but will not vote for him in the primary. I did not vote for a narcissist. I do not vote for narcissistic, but if it's between Trump and Biden, it's a no-brainer. I'll vote Trump. You know, it's interesting to hear that, to hear that side of it. I'm curious where most people stand. You know, because I would have painted Wild Bill as a uh, hardcore Trumper. Just based on some text and stuff. And so it's interesting to see. Wild Bill, if you're still listening, who will you vote for in the in the primary? I'm curious. Who do you like? I'm telling you. I know we go through these people and it gets trendy to say different names. And I am going to ride or die with Trump. I, I'm, I think I've said Kim Wade's name ten times today. But I'm with Kim Wade on this. I'm going to ride or die Trump until it ain't Trump's time no more. Through 2024. And we're going to see what happens. Anybody they're trying this hard to stop, there's a reason why. And that's my guy. Just like Chris McDaniel going to be my guy. Anybody they're trying that hard to stop, anybody the Democrats hate that much, that's the guy we need in charge. But um, but anyway, what I was saying before that was the Vivek Ramaswamy guy. If you guys haven't gone back and if you haven't listened to any of his interviews and stuff, I highly recommend going and finding some of them. Really, really intellectual dude. I love his thoughts on Ukraine and some other stuff. He's another self-made billionaire. Very well spoken. I just... I like the guy. I don't think we could go wrong with him in office. I think under Trump, Trump sucks all the air out of the room and gets all the attention, which is kind of one of the drawbacks to not having a fresh field. But man, the Republican bench is strong. It really is. I know we're all, I know everybody, I know uh, Ron DeSantis has struggled out the gate with his campaign and some misfires and some other stuff. But I still like Ron DeSantis. I just don't, you know, him and Trump going back and forth too much too soon. And I thought they had a few missteps along the way too. But I still like Ron DeSantis, and I hadn't forgot what he did for Florida during COVID, especially when we have a mayor, a governor like Tate Reeves, who did the things he did. So I'm not going to just throw the baby out with the bathwater just yet. It just, uh, it ain't his time. Then you got a Vivek Ramaswamy. Strong, 
I mean, we got some smart folks. I ain't, I, I'm not a Nikki Haley fan. I like Tim Scott. I think Tim Scott's strong, too. Yeah, I, I'm out on Nikki Haley. I don't know what she's doing. But we've got, we've got an interesting bench. There's another guy. Um, I heard his name the other day and actually heard some of his speech. And y'all have to forgive me. I don't remember his name. I think he's maybe North Dakota or South. He's, he's, he's one of those governors. <laughs> North, I know Christy Nome is what, North Dakota or South Dakota. He's the other one, I believe. Uh, he, he was up in uh, somewhere doing a speech the other day. That was really good. I heard some of his speech. I was really impressed. I'll find out his name in a minute during the break. Uh, speaking of the break, let's do that. Come back, land this plane for the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, a uh, fun show today. Kind of just winged it there for the second hour. But it's fun like that sometimes. You know, I'm just sitting here on Twitter looking. I see what Elon Musk, 24 minutes ago, tweeted this. It says, unless there are a few issues where you at least slightly disagree with your political party, then you are not in a political party. You are in a cult. I'm pretty sure I just got through saying something very similar to that a few minutes ago. You, I'm going to disagree with folks on some things. I don't 100% agree with everybody on everything. Uh, my buddy that I go back and forth with on here a good bit in the text messages said, <clears throat> sent this. He said, uh, he said, so Trump listened to the experts, but Tate Reeves didn't. I say, valid point. Dobbs was an idiot. So, I do know, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not up here defending Tate Reeves. You know, I, I know what he's saying. He's saying, you know, I'm giving Trump a pass for listening to the experts, but I'm not giving Tate a pass. Tate made some decisions I don't agree with. I don't believe every decision that Tate made was via um, experts. He did some, got some bad opinions, and he held on to some nonsense for too long. He should have realized, even if you listen to the experts, you should have realized they were wrong a little ways in and uh, canceled a few things, like restaurants being closed. But been a fun show today. Grow Your Know is up next. I'll be back tomorrow with Sean Yerkeron right here. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.